welcome back guys to another Hello. podcast to another episode this is episode what number well okay it depends but on on spotify it's episode three i love the number three it's a good luck number three 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 <laughs> um but yeah welcome back everyone i'm really excited to be here on wendy's bed today because i'm real comfortable <laughs> yeah today we said okay no desk no chair let's just be in our comfortable pjs mm-hmm. and record this and be true also because it's cold outside it's so cold Mm-mm. this weather has not been a i'm like it's we finally did daylight savings time finally the sun doesn't set at, set at 5 p.m anymore but yeah. we still don't got no sun no i i was pissed i'm like it's freezing it's windy it's been raining i'm almost like okay it's four let me run to my room let me get into my pjs let me take a shower let me just go to sleep already take a nap and it's still light out which i love i love it too i prefer this over like the whole night thing seasonal depression who seasonal depression has less abilities for real because i had depression for a little bit yeah girl no for real during the winter i get so sad and when it's there's no light out i get so freaking sad i love like christmas time and like yeah that's all nice but i need my son i'm like the grinch of my family because i don't like like the whole christmas stuff of course she doesn't (laughs) (laughs) what is that supposed (laughs) to be i don't know know. (laughs) okay well we already know how you feel (laughs) (laughs) i'm talking shit just to talk shit you don't like christmas i don't I just feel like everyone's in it for, like, the wrong reasons. If y'all could see me, I'm, like, glaring at Wendy. Like, what? <laughs> like, I oh. love gi- I love being a gift I giver, see. but I just feel like people... It's, like, the only time, yes, you do get with family, but then there's so much, like, drama. At least, like, yeah, I within get my family. Like, mm. you know, whose house are we going to go to? And, like, oh, this aunt didn't show up. And it's yeah. just, like, too much for what? And, like, I, I don't even... Like, we don't pray, like yeah i don't know i'm just i feel like it's just in it for like the wrong reasons and then on top of that it's like work gets so hectic during those days but whatever you know it's uh, more hours for us but still yeah no i feel that holiday time at work is uh when you work in retail services and you work with people Mm -hmm. it is a hectic time but Honestly, I kind of like the hustle and bustle of it. I do, but then sometimes I feel like I don't really get to enjoy like that family time. You're right. Because I'm so busy working. And plus, like Does everyone, that make sense? yeah, and I get it. And a lot of people are also taking like time to be away or be with their family. So then it's like a harder opportunity for you to get some time off. I feel it. I feel it. But then you yeah. need to start claiming your time too, though. I know. Before I didn't. Yeah, bad habits, but it's alright. <laughs> um, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just happy that the sun's out. I'm hoping it gets warm soon because I really can't stand this cold. And where I park, literally a giant puddle forms because there's oh, no good, like, irrigation yes. system. There's no good, like, um, drain system. And I literally had to step in a giant-ass puddle today to get into my car this morning. I was really sad, so. I would have been crying. Dude, I was over it. And usually I wear my little boots. And I didn't wear those today. I just wore my dirty ass fans today <laughs> and yeah i got them even more dirty and wet and so like my feet were wet for like the first like few hours of work today that was not fun 
No, that is not fun. So anyways, I want to feel like I live in California again and not somewhere disgusting. So, <laughs> well, okay. So before when, before moving here, I used to live in LA, right? Mm-hmm. And like, to me, it was kind of like New York. Like I didn't need to drive because there's so many buses oh, yeah, yeah. and I was like really young. So I didn't really need a car mm-hmm. and I would freaking cry every time it would rain oh, because my. my outfits to go to oh, school. My. <laughs> my brother always be like can you stop being fucking dramatic like it's not that serious you're gonna dry but i just feel like now i need the rain and i I was like actually happy to walk out and see like it's actually raining Mm -hmm. because we need the rain and i actually have a car now so i don't have to worry about my outfit and i'm just going to work so ain't nobody gonna see me but like my coworkers, you know i mean no that's true i do feel like ah like like uh kind of like a refresh of like oh the rain came by washed away everything yeah and now it's like a clean slate i do feel that energy and i do feel that vibe of being out in it even if it and maybe that's just me being spoiled but even if it's just to like walk to my car and then walk out of my car into my job i'm still like oh my god why is it so cool yeah like, well, i'm still like uh why but it's not i guess we don't have it that bad no, we don't. I mean, how I used to have it. <laughs> Compared like, my, own my life, outfits. Huh? Hello? My outfits were a big deal to me, okay? <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, that's really it. Do you So how was your how was your week? How was your date today? What, um, tell us a little bit about I actually had a really good day today. I was really productive at work and I felt real accomplished. Like like if I'm finally getting my life together. Not that I haven't had my life together, but I feel like I'm I'm just feeling really confident. Um but other than that, I don't know. My week was okay. Um, I had a really good time seeing like uh, my sister and my little cousin yesterday. That was oh. fun. I spent time with them and then I spent t- time with my mom and my dad yesterday, which is good. Cause, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a relationship I'm trying to build <laughs> here. Not that I don't have a relationship with my parents, but it's something that I'm trying to be better at because I, I definitely can. Um Hold on, don't mind me silencing my phone because we had several interruptions <laughs> last podcast. Um, I was like, I'm definitely not going to do that this time. Um, but yeah, my word of the year was success. And that meant at work in my relationship with my girlfriend, but also like all relationships. So with friendships and uh, my family, too. So I was able to see them. That's something I'm trying to build up again because I very I can very easily... I mean, you know, even as my friend, I can very easily drift away into yeah. my own little world. So I'm trying not to do that anymore. So that was good. Also, um, I actually got to see Anne too. I got to get lunch with her, which is also really good because Aww. we don't see each other almost ever. So um, that was a good like reconnect. And honestly, I'm looking. What I'm looking forward to is my mom's birthday. When's her birthday? It's March 18th, but I don't know what day that lands on. I think what thir- well, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to her birthday. I just don't know. I'm gonna get her yet. I have an idea what I might do, but yeah, my mom never asked for anything. You guys, she has like three days to figure this yeah, out. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say on the podcast. I do have an idea. Idea, but, but <laughs> it's because my mom doesn't ask for anything ever. She never wants anything. She's always like, "No, I don't want anything." Obviously, I know the things that she likes, mm-hmm. but then uh, it's just my mom's kind of hard to shop for. Plus, as a as a family, we're all 
all the siblings are you guys all pitching yeah but i want to do something like individually so (sighs) i'm excited for that that's gonna be fun later this week but other than that it was a pretty chill week nothing nothing crazy nothing out of the ordinary me and jackie you know barely moved in that other week so that was exciting but not much what about you uh let's see i went out to santa barbara for like two days i saw and loki was so jealous i was I like i wish i was there i know it's a family <laughs> thing but i wish i was there yeah it was it was such a good time and it was like with family who i was in really really close to before so i think like that was like the highlight of literally my month mm-hmm. because we i had like an like a small interaction with one of my cousins who like we didn't really speak to each other that much growing up just because like family issues oh really and she like apologized you know for being who she was like at that moment and then me acknowledging that we were little and like it wasn't like we were taking up issues of our parents that weren't ours Mm. and like i think that gets important to know that as family like you you still have each other's back no matter what so i feel like that was such a big highlight and it removed like a big chunk of like like a weight weight that's like a big off of me yeah i was just like oh i could breathe like i could actually hang out with you guys and not feel left out type of thing you know so that was like my highlight of my month (laughs) it was huge what was that so santa barbara looked cute like it was it was really nice you guys went on state street you guys i saw llamas or whatever the hell or yeah i don't know what it was alpaca i don't know i don't know girl <laughs> ostriches <laughs> <I> don't know. <laughs> ostriches <laughs> <Is> ostriches okay <laughs> not me confusing a llama yeah. to an ostrich we got some wine then we went to salvage i think it's called Solving. yeah so that was fun we i mean it it was all in one day and I thought it was going to be exhausting when I knew that she had this whole planned out, like, time and everything, you know. But it was amazing having a plan and then, you know, like, actually going through it. I literally was like, I am so proud of you because I would have not been able to do, do <laughs> I this. I was just thinking, like, oh, my God, how much easier and smoother things would go if I would just plan my little vacations. But I don't. Yeah. And that sounds like a blessing so i've been on vacation before with someone who was like such a planner Mm -hmm. oh my god what a blue like it did feel kind of nice but i'm not gonna lie it's the air sign in me that's like just go with the flow flow. (laughs) (laughs) dude because that's exactly how i felt okay so she sent out a paper right Mm -hmm. no she sent out a text times Mm -hmm. literally like Mm -hmm. breakfast from 9 to 11 drive like she almost said like the time we were going to be taking driving you know mm-hmm. and at first i was like dude you're so dramatic but like i love you this about you but then when she was like okay then next we're gonna do this and next we're gonna do, i was just like okay girl yes like, being like okay so you guys want to so get brunch later what do you okay, guys think let me see which brunch spot hold on oh this looks nice you guys like this oh what about you do you like this <laughs> uh yeah no it's way better that way yeah so i just really enjoyed it i really think like okay this is who i want to be but like i'm just not there yet but <laughs> i think there is a happy medium because sometimes too can it's great if especially if it's not too rigid of like okay well now we have to go we have to go now 
or like oh we got stuck in, stuck in traffic the whole plan is a mess and like yeah that's true no but, she wasn't like that because yeah. there was like some things that we left out because like it didn't just work out but she wasn't like stressed out about it she yeah. was like well it didn't work out but you know what like we'll do this next, next. time yeah yeah and so it didn't feel overwhelming no, that's, that's what i was scared about because when i saw the list i was like okay this is too overwhelming like i'm supposed to have fun on this mm-hmm. like small trip like why yeah i yeah. know it, it just worked out i think it was great no that sounds so nice i i need to start taking little little uh what's that called lessons out of that because i think i'm should start being that way i'm 24 you know it's time yeah maybe me. it's time for you to get your shit oh. did i just get Okay, Wendy. Okay, how I really feel. No, it does sound nice though. I just, I just never been. I haven't been on a trip with you, so I don't know what you're like. If I'm honest, just how I have an idea. My mom's birthday. What I'm getting her, I also get ideas of what I'm gonna do for vacation. Okay. I'm like, yeah. I can get an idea of what you're like right now. (laughs) Going on a trip with. Literally, but then if anyone's like, let's do this, I'm like, okay let's go <laughs> so i like to say i'm fun but prepared never sis never other than my suitcases my suitcases be full <laughs> <laughs> okay so now we know me and you Girl, look at together I- is not gonna work out on a trip because we're both the same person bitch both with overweight bags with no plan in sight <laughs> no no plan <laughs> We'll be like, well, let's see, because I feel like I have an air sign in me. So, like, my rising is oh, Aquarius. Yeah. I, I really relate to Aquarius a lot, yeah. but I'm also a cusp. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A cusp means, like, I was born in between February and Aquarius season, guys. So, mm-hmm. that makes me an Aquarius, yeah. too. Aquarius Therefore, <laughs> I just be going with the flow. Yeah. No, that's me 1,000%. So, I just don't stress it. And... Because to me, I'm on vacation. Like, I don't got time to be worried or stressed. Yeah. But to be honest, it does make sense to try and plan it out a little bit because I've been in that position where I'm like, okay, we all want breakfast or, or brunch or something. Okay, um, let's all look all these places up. And then, like, everyone's opinions are in it versus, like, I, have a plan. Yeah, like, I have it like this. Everyone, you're just going to have to figure it out, whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever restaurant I get, you guys have to decide what to get at that restaurant. Yeah, and like usually people are like, okay, that's right here. And then yeah. if it's like a long vacation, obviously then you could be like, okay, you guys pick a breakfast spot this day or lunch spot this day. Yeah. But I think it's nice because then everyone just shows up and is like, oh, it was good. And it was fun. And we didn't have to fight about it or spend an hour looking looking or figuring it out. And now we get to enjoy the rest of our vacation. So right. That's nice, man. I got to get my shit together <laughs> <laughs> in that aspect. No, I have to agree because I feel like after that i realized how important it is to plan your trip out that way it's it's just like at your pace it's Mm -hmm. whatever you want to do and if they're good people they're gonna make good people like good choices and like no matter what you do especially it was her birthday so like Mm -hmm. who am i to tell her no i want to eat this yeah girl it's her birthday Mm -hmm. like you know no that sounds nice man yeah it was amazing we gotta do a girl's trip like that soon yeah, you just keep playing with me sometimes. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else for your week? No, I think that was it. I think that was my highlight of my week. So what did we learn, guys? Plan your vacation. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what did we learn? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, okay, so <sighs> this is going to probably be a really tough, very personal podcast because this is something we never talked about before and it's probably going to be really hard for you. Mm-hmm. So from now, I'm just telling you, I'm really proud to where you're at right now. <laughs> and I can't wait to hear this journey. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the best decision you've made for yourself. Yes, I agree. So go on, sis. <laughs> okay, so just before we get too deep into everything, I'm going to be talking about basically like my coming out journey, how I came to realize that I am gay because I dated guys before and the struggles I went through post coming out to myself then post coming out to like friends mm. and so forth because you don't just come out once you come out to yourself to your friends yeah to your siblings to your cousins yeah. to your new friends that come into your life like con- now it's less stressful but like even when I make new friends I'm gonna have to still come out to them and be like oh yeah I have a girlfriend but now I'm less scared to do it versus yeah. before. So we're, we're going to talk about that today. My I guess my journey with my sexuality and how I got to be where I am today. Um, it's a long story. Warning. I might keep it together, but it's an emotional story, too. It hasn't been the easiest journey for me. But starting out, I don't know. I I guess I have to go back to my childhood. So... Just to preface, like, I didn't really know until I was 16. That's when I finally, like, mm-hmm. came to the re- realization. But when I came to that realization, I kind of just had to reflect and go back and look at how I grew up in my childhood. And, like, there was a lot of signs there. Yeah. At least personally for me. So, growing up, I don't think I ever thought that being a being a gay, I was about to say that, being gay was, like, an option for me. Like, I didn't think... Like, that's something I never thought about, right? But when I was young, I did, like, have, like, I would play house with, like, my friends that were girls. And, like, I'd be, like, the dad. And, like, we'd be, you know, like, we would kiss. Mm -hmm, And, mm -hmm. like, not to be weird, but, like, I would have Barbies and, like, well, actually had Bratz dolls. But I also had a Barbie here and there. And, like, I would play with dolls and, like. I would like they would be dating and it would never I never was like oh yeah I need to can or whatever but I have to think like innocently I was a child so I maybe I wasn't thinking much of it but I also knew like now when I go back I think about how I felt in those moments when I would kiss these girls yeah and like I would feel like oh my god you know like I obviously I felt something but it was also strange like I think not strange but I I also had like crushes on boys and I also liked boys but I also know like I was so I don't know like infatuated with the idea of love Mm -hmm. and wanting to be loved Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it just circles back to like I mean I've had insecurities since I was a child anyways yeah Um, and so I always loved the idea of like oh my god someone loving me and wanting me I think for validation rights, but obviously as a kid, like I'm not aware of that or I don't know that. Um, but yeah, so I. I so did you have crushes on girls too growing up? Like, how old do you think this was when this was happening? So the, I think that's the weird part. Actively as a kid, I wasn't think looking at girls and thinking like, "Oh my god, I have a crush on her." Yeah. But like 
like I said, like I had a neighborhood girl that I would play with and we would kiss. And like, yes, I liked kissing and it was never anything crazy. But like, you know, we would like peck and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, like I kissed someone. Mm-hmm. But I also I don't know, maybe because I tied it up to a game that I I never thought that like it was real. But when yeah. I look back, I know I did feel something, you know? Yeah. But again, I didn't think dating a girl was an option. Like, I didn't even... I'm trying to think if I even knew gay people existed. I don't know. But, yeah. you know, like, I saw my parents. Well, you were small, so you... And then you grow up with, like, a dad and a mom. Yeah. So you eventually start thinking, well, I want to be, you know, married to a man or, yeah. you know. So, yeah, I didn't really have crushes, I don't think, on, like, my friends growing up or, like, the girls around me in school. Like, I, I don't... I don't know or at least I don't remember feeling that way but again I was so like caught up in like this fairy tale like I love the fairy tales I loved the princesses like that's one thing too I wasn't a super tomboy like traditionally how a lot of gay or how lesbians talk about like yeah I was such a tomboy and like yeah like yes I played soccer and like I had tomboyish things to me but again I love the princesses I love playing with dolls like yeah you're super girly yeah so i loved all of that so um maybe stereotypically too i wasn't really into those stereotypically guy things um but yeah so i don't know i again i didn't think dating a girl was an option and because i was so obsessed with these princess fairy tales like i just wanted to be in love like yeah and i don't know if every little girl feels that way but just feeling like oh my god i can't wait for my prince charming or whatever i think so i mean freaking fairy tale girl yeah <laughs> but um so again i had a crush on like a neighborhood guy when i was in school like mm-hmm. i always had crushes like i always had crushes on boys like for as long as i could remember and i think that's why it maybe came as a big surprise when i realized that i was gay so um, did you think you were maybe bi at the moment or i actually would like how, did how old were conclusion? you no how, how old were you and like yeah how did you realize i'm definitely not bi i don't think so before i even get there okay. like i think the big moments where i started realizing like when i looked back at my life where i could have been like oh yeah like i just never explored that but i definitely liked women or thought women were pretty or were or i was attracted to women is like my middle school time like my middle school ages um i don't know if you knew know of the show like real world and stuff mm-hmm. no it's like an mtv show so they would it's real world and like i think they have the challenge too or whatever but it'd always be like a group of 20 year olds a reality tv show and i don't know they would get wild they would get drunk and mm-hmm. like girls would kiss mm-hmm. and i remember thinking as a teenager like Oh my god! Like, why does that seem like in like why does that seem like like something I want to try? Mm-hmm. And I remember being a kid, like being that age and thinking, I know it sounds so weird. I don't know if it's weird to talk about, but being a kid and literally <laughs> being like, oh my god, I can't wait to go to college so I can like kiss a girl because mm-hmm. I thought that's what you do. Like that that's when you get to do it. Like until you go to college, like yeah. that's when it can happen. And again, I think women are giving that space to experiment 
through their sexuality 100 percent, yes so i feel like that's why you do see that on tv because that's what people do in real life too is like they experiment and kiss women or ju- even if it's just for fun because it's their friend and they love them and they want to kiss them and they're not putting too much weight on a on a lip-to-lip kiss but and because also men make it oh they sexualize it okay yeah, yeah. the sec the sexualization of lesbians like that's a whole nother topic but yeah of course yeah they they make it a show to get men's attention yeah but for me i didn't see it that way i just saw like oh my god like i want to try i want to do that but those were thoughts like i would have in my own head and really didn't experiment after that like i and i never experimented like if anything it made me nervous to think like and i knew it was wrong like i grew up very catholic so i think understanding that and obviously now i know what gay people are not that i thought being gay was wrong or not that i thought it was bad like i would never be opposed to like having gay friends even back then i feel like i've always been like a big gay rights activist even before i knew i was gay Mm -hmm. because to me it was just like human rights right so um without a question it it was never that but i always had that guilt inside of me thinking like oh my god this thought is bad and like i guess even just church wise like that's like a sin yeah and i can't do that and if i do like that's something i can't talk about so again i had these feelings internally i'm growing up still i'm still dating all these guys and honestly it was very easy for me to date guy date guys and then like break up with them and not really feel much and so i think i when i look back to all these guys i would date i think i was mixing up like platonic feelings with feelings of love because i love my friends you know like you can end up loving a friend and really caring for them um and then breaking up being sad about that because i when i finally came to the realization i was like how did I date all these guys? How did I find them attractive? Like I was kissing these guys, you know, and like it was a really com- it was really confusing for me too, but I really look back and just think even in my middle school like or in high school, I know a lot of people do have situations where they saw other girls like there was a gay girl couple yeah. or there was girls kissing or whatever, but like in my middle school that really wasn't a thing. Oh, really? In a neighboring middle school it was, but like I would just hear about it. Yeah. And I honestly would think like, damn it, why am I not in that middle school? <laughs> <laughs> why am I not in that middle school? Uh-huh. But again, it was like a neighboring middle school and mine it wasn't really a thing from what I saw. And then if anything, when that gay thing was brought up, it was a negative. Like there was a gay like P teacher and everyone knew she was gay. She would just get made fun of. Like all the kids would, I mean, she's a teacher, but like, uh, like they would all talk would shit talk behind, her, behind back. her back. Yeah. And how like she's oh, a wow. lesbian. Uh-huh. Um, actually, one of my first introductions was like also this other, a girl my age, she had two moms and like people would talk about that. Oh. And honestly, I never thought it was negative. I'm trying to think if anyone at least in my circle would talk shit about that i don't think so but i just knew everyone knew she had two moms yeah so i was like oh shit like they're moms and they're gay like thinking like oh like they were gay a long time ago type of thing so there was that again like that gay teacher and even in high school the girl's soccer coach was gay she was a lesbian and 
there was so much shit talked about her too how did you guys know they were gay would they up like openly say hi guys my name is blah 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 and i'm your teacher i don't think they would openly say that um or just the vibe. with that girl's well with that girl's mom uh or with, with that girl who had two moms in middle school i mean i still know her um but with that girl i think they're her moms ended up separating and then one of her moms started dating the gay PE teacher oh yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> not me breaking your house wendy i'm so sorry i literally dropped her little like her little sanctuary over here her little buddha her crystals oh my god i'm getting bad voodoo coming my way yeah please get her <laughs> come and get her my crystals um <laughs> but anyways what was i saying oh yeah that i don't think it was weird i i don't know that situation i don't think it was a weird shady situation but i think that's what ended up happening i think okay. her moms were already separated and then eventually that one of her moms started dating um the gay p teacher so people found that out and they're like oh so got it she's okay. a gay she's gay too also her vibe was gay but i know mm-hmm. you can't really base it off that because yeah i don't really look gay or give those gay no, vibes you did not when i first <laughs> met you i'm like this girl's so straight talk me talking about guys with yeah. you and you're just <laughs> bonding with me and then one day you're like i'm gay and i was like uh, <laughs> wait, <laughs> okay so anyways but, back to your story yeah so again anytime people would talk about it, it was like a negative thing oh you know what sorry all these memories are coming back to me there was a moment in middle school and i know who this guy is and i hope he's freaking listening no i'm just kidding um <laughs> one time he's like we were all talking oh what would our name sound like backwards and then i was like in third grade so i was pretty young third or fourth grade mm-hmm. and then someone they, everyone was saying their names how it would sound backwards and then mine was like it sounded like les t and oh. then he made a comment and like, oh, like lesbian, like, ew, your name means lesbian and like was making fun of me for it. And I remember just thinking like, again, I think I started just picking up the association of like, oh, that's bad. Like, you don't want to be that subconsciously. I didn't think of it actively, but subconsciously I was like, oh, OK, that's not you. Like, mm-hmm. you avoid that alcohol. Yeah. Don't also, do it. Someone as like, again, when I talked about it on one of our first podcasts, like severe insecurity and just wanted to fit in like i just wanted to be what people would like so i don't think i thought about it much i remember feeling that way i remember feeling like yeah oh my god yeah it kind of sounds nice to kiss a girl and like oh my god yeah like i do think that celebrity girl is really really pretty but it it was also during a time where it's like oh woman crush wednesday so it was normalized to oh, me thinking yes. like oh it's just like a woman crush like it's not like you have a crush on a girl every week but it's normal yeah, it's nothing big it's, yeah it's not it's yeah everyone does okay like, so i i don't think i ever dove it into a deeper thinking like no it's not like you really want to be with a girl so again kept it in guys i oh my god i sound like i've been dating so many guys huh well middle school <laughs> kind of did middle school kind of did but i would have relationships from like first period to fourth period and we break up so i know i'm literally like <laughs> damn there's a list yeah oh there's a list um but again i think i was searching for that love that i was never finding and not to invalidate that i didn't feel things for these guys that i dated yeah but it wasn't until i dated my first girlfriend that i was like oh this is really different so wait so backtrack a little bit for me you were in middle school right and you started noticing okay this is not okay i don't think you know it's 
there's there's women that can actually have kids have a family but it's not okay for us to do it because other people are saying that it's not okay right i think in a sense okay when i reflect i think i subconsciously did that okay but in the moment i really didn't think about it that much okay but again being someone who just wanted to fit in wanted to be popular wanted to be liked because that's the only way i based any type of self-esteem that i had was off of other people's opinions i feel like i subconsciously did that i was like okay okay no that doesn't happen or okay or i started rationalizing like yeah. i'd be like oh yeah like i really think this girl's really pretty but like ev- like everyone thinks she's pretty or like right oh yeah like that girl celebrity kind of makes me feel some type of way but like it's just a woman crush wednesday hashtag wcw you know like oh like (laughs) it's just a post on instagram you like yeah this is norm like i started thinking like okay you're not not normal it's all like this is normal you're not the only girl who has woman crush wednesdays like you do too you know so like everyone at that moment did Mm -hmm. my thing is so okay so because you want to jump in already to like when you actually had a girlfriend i kind of want to backtrack backtrack just a little bit and like maybe not going too deep into your like actual you know life but like did you actually sleep with men and then you realize like when was the like oh i definitely don't like men yeah like just a little bit i mean i just like to know what it is you know so and you don't have to say i mean no (laughs) I'm, i'm not really scared a lot of people who know my story know this part of me too so yes like i had a boyfriend that like i had like lost my virginity to oh my god i can't believe i'm saying this Ah, i'm a little nervous um whatever i'm grown it's fine it happens um so i did have that happen like it's not like i wasn't some level of like intimate with these people it's just i don't know how to explain it other than I don't know. I feel like I was really searching for love. Mm. I really was searching like hard for it. And I really liked these guys I was talking to. And like I really liked their company. And we got along You well. like the attention that they were providing for you. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it's the attention that I got um, from it. And the love, like, I think it really boils down to, like, the idea of it. Like, oh, my God, I'm in a relationship. I've been in a relationship for so long now. Yeah. Like, oh, like, again, just fantasizing, dreaming, living in that dream world of, like, this is it. I'm so happy. And maybe I wasn't. But, like, I definitely know and I knew deep deep down I was curating, like, an image. Anytime I was dating someone. I was very focused on how we look. Like, do we look like we're happy? Do we look like we're in love? Do we look like, like, oh my God, was that Instagram post cute? Like, oh my God. like Making it really perfect on the outside because on the inside it was totally the opposite and, and you would just want it to see a and picture. And maybe I was missing something and yeah. so I was making up for it. Right. Doing all that. Like, even like a caption, like, oh my God, this caption is so sweet and sappy. Like, oh my God, like, I, like people are going to think we're so cute and perfect. Like, I was creating a story that. that wasn't there yeah maybe right. and again i did get along with these guys had good conversations like it's not like we didn't like you know laughed whatever yeah it's if anything like a really good and pure deep like friendship 
I think. Cause I so did you were love, a player, basically. Oh, my God. Basically, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I had these relationships. And, again, it's funny because my dad made a comment to, like, my two older sisters. And about Iris being, like, oh, my God. Like, it's all date. Like, he didn't know about all my boyfriends. But there's, like, two guys that he knew about. Mm-hmm. And so I can just date these guys. And she, I mean, she dates them for a good minute. And then if they break up with her, like, she's fine. Like, she's fine after, mm-hmm. like, a week or something. You know? She would always bag on Annabelle and it's uh, I mean Annabelle and Iris and be like and you guys just cry over these boys for so long <laughs> and like it's not gonna get over it yeah and I it didn't make sense until I had my first girlfriend so okay finally I had I had that boyfriend who like I had lost my virginity to and then I had a break after that I think I honestly I was talking to this guy after that too and then I just had a good moment being single for a little bit because zero monogamous since i was literally a child because again i needed love i needed attention from someone to feel loved um but i had a a good moment to be single and there was this girl Mm -hmm. this is how i found out right because i didn't know this whole time i don't know i'm 16 years old about to turn 17 i still don't know that i'm that's a really long time for you to like okay or at least i didn't have the realization right so it my first girlfriend ever I had I was following her. We were following each other on social media. We originally knew each other because of middle school. Like we knew we had like mutual friends basically. But we've always had each other, you know, once you know someone, you know their friends, you follow them on everything. So we always I feel like we had each other on MySpace, we had each other on Facebook, we had each other, you know, as things progress on Instagram. Yeah. And then there's I don't know if you know do you know what Tumblr is? Yes. Okay, girl, I don't know. Uh, you would, you said here we Pisces. Go blogging your moments of your sad Actually, moments away. you were oh. the one that gave me that idea of blogging my my oh, yeah, love yeah, yeah, stories because yeah. yeah. i was too scared of writing them down yeah um whatever so <laughs> i had a tumblr <laughs> i'm not that young relax <laughs> well, i don't know dude sometimes <laughs> i do feel old compared to you um but i had a tumblr i'm like so sad these are like some of my depression years right like i'm yeah. very vibing it out on on tumblr and then i see that this girl's gay mm-hmm. and like i kind of knew i already saw her post she would yeah i think she even had a girlfriend before and i would see her post about her girlfriend but again we weren't close friends we just knew of each other and we mm-hmm. always had each other on social media but i would see gay posts because of her and like i was very strong-minded i would always talk about my opinions in high school i swear i knew it all but okay. i always talk about like I don't know, gay rights was like a big talk back then. So there was all these posts on Tumblr about that. And so I would like speak my opinions on Twitter about it. Like I was such like a gay activist, but just honestly, like human rights activist with anything. So yeah. if it, it was a gay people, if it was about immigrants, if it was about black people, like I was saying something, you know, like yeah. a, and showing my support in any way I could or ranting about these racist, homophobic people that I live nearby, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So whatever so i i already knew that i already knew she was gay whatever i thought she was pretty but i never thought anything other than that like okay. i didn't look into it so i noticed that she started liking all my posts mm-hmm. Did you get butterflies? You do. so yeah so i started well i started noticing i'm like she's liking all my posts and then when i would post like pictures of myself like selfies she would like like my posts or put like hard eyes on it and it's only on Tumblr. So to me, that was like my secret platform. I didn't have a lot of people from high yeah. school on there. So I felt very free to be myself. And on Tumblr, I was very free on like, I talked about everything. Like, 
all my sad moments, all like my happy moments, everything, my mm-hmm. personal feelings, like everything. Did you ever put anything of like, okay, I'm gay? Like maybe I have a no. feeling that I'm gay? So this girl just had balls. Okay. So she was liking it and like putting hard eyes, but you know, girls hype each other up. We put hard eyes, right. hearts, flames, yes. everything. Uh-huh. So I tried not to think too much about it, but in the back of my head, I'm like, interesting. Like I was looking at this like, huh, like yeah. I'm feeling something, but try not to. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting these un- on Tumblr. You can send anonymous messages. And mm-hmm. when you send these anonymous messages, obviously we, they don't know who it's from. But I started getting all these messages saying like, oh, my God, I think you're beautiful. Like, oh, my God, you're finally single. Like all these things. Right. Yeah. And in my head, I'm not even thinking it's a girl. I'm just like, I was like, oh, my God, like, who is this? Like someone's crushing on me. And then like, yeah. and then one of the messages so i would respond to them and it goes onto your like it posts onto your page so i would respond and be like oh my god thank you so much like who is this and then they would always avoid that question and then finally i got a message saying like no like if i tell you who i am you're not gonna like me oh my god i know such so such like a teenage moment i feel like yeah but i'm loving it (laughs) but they put yeah they sent me that message and then i was like you don't know that like just tell me who you are like you never know you never know you know you never and so when and it it was like a stream of those messages kind of like all at once and i kept responding back and then they would send me an anonymous message anonymous message and then i respond back and during that time my first girlfriend was like liking all my pictures so she was it was that girl and she was liking all my pictures or like liking all my posts and liking the questions oh so you put one two and two together and you said okay this is her yeah i said two plus two equals four and and this is making sense (laughs) that was a bad joke that was such a mom (laughs) and dad joke dude let me be okay Uh just to be cringy every once in a while (laughs) just to remind folks that i'm old um so I was putting two and two together and I literally was like, this has to be her. Like, no, yeah. like, this has to be her. And okay. then one of the messages and I was like, it like clicked for me and I was like, and then I was like, oh my God, like it's all, you had all these butterflies. Cause I did, I had all these butterflies. I was like, oh yeah. my God, who the hell's crushing on me? I was blushing. I was so happy. And then, um, once I kind of put the idea that it was her, I was like, I, I literally in that moment talk about air sign just switching it up um in that moment i was like i literally talked to myself in my head and i was like it's all you had like all these butterflies all these emotions you were blushing like you felt your heart's racing like you felt all this way why is that changing because it's a girl on the other end and then as i'm telling myself that i get a message saying and a final a final response being like Oh, it's I know. No, I know you wouldn't like me, and it's because I'm a girl. And that's when I was like, "Oh, it's freaking her!" I'm like, "It's her!" And then I, I bit the bullet, and I was like, "I'm just gonna message her." And so I messaged her, and I was like, "I don't want to be reaching." I don't. I don't know what I said, but basically, I I was like, "I don't want to be reaching or, or making things up in my head." But is that you sending me those anonymous messages? And then she's like, yeah, it's me. So, like, there we go. Everything. And in those moments. Oh, so, what were you feeling in so that time? Like, where, where was your head at? Like, how did you feel? I if I was really excited. I felt, like, excitement and, like, 
the butterflies didn't go away like okay but since you said since you said you were reaching for like love did you at least once think maybe it's just because i'm just like searching for love and like i'm just searching for did, did it ever cross your mind like maybe you were just searching for love like anywhere honestly no because even in those moments when i was trying to fake these pictures of me and and like my other ex-boyfriends or whatever mm-hmm. i wasn't really thinking about that i can stand here now looking back being like yes it's all you were in these relationships with these boys growing up because you just wanted to feel validated you wanted to feel loved you wanted to feel beautiful and you couldn't get that from yourself so you got it from someone else to whoever gave you attention so i in that moment i wasn't thinking about that because i really i wasn't aware of that myself i wasn't self-aware enough um so no i honestly i was nervous i really was like oh my god like am i really gonna do this like even just for me to get the courage to message her and and ask her straight up is this about like is this you messaging me i was freaking out but i'm telling you in that moment i made a decision and i was like no you felt so happy right now knowing that someone like was crushing on you you got all these butterflies like you got so excited it was a good conversation just try it and if i try and i hate it oh well then fine but then at I least hate you it. can say you tried it. but at least i tried it and at you least can say you didn't like it mm-hmm. and to me i was like literally it's so weird but it's like this this all happened in like seconds kind of and i remember just thinking like i'm not gonna lose a chance at love because of someone's gender yeah so that's when it hit me and i was like okay and then i pursued that relationship i never mentioned we knew each other from middle school and stuff but she lived in san diego at that time and i live in i lived here i lived in camarillo we we both didn't have cars i was 16 turning 17 it was my junior year of high school like i don't to me now it's obviously like yeah that wasn't gonna work but like i was so excited about it i was so happy we did long distance she actually had um she's originally from here so she had like a sister who lived up here and like a cousin who lived up here that i knew and was close with mm-hmm. um and so she came up here during summer so we got like all the summer like all summer junior of junior year going into senior year we got to hang out and how was that how was that experience so again you asked me like earlier if i if i thought i was bisexual if i thought i was a lesbian and honestly once i came to that realization and i started dating my first girlfriend like that's when i did a deep dive and that's when i was like every youtuber i was watching is was like a gay youtuber and but not only a gay youtuber but like a gay educate like a educator. educator talking about like we mentioned it last podcast so like the abs like this well now i think they go by they but before their name was ashley hardell and ashley hardell made a book literally called the abcs of lgbt talking breaking everything down like because there's so much that goes into it um it's not just lesbians gays bisexuals or trans people like it's so many people in between too like non-binary people even intersex people who it doesn't even have to do with their sexuality they're just born intersex which is a whole different thing which means like they have both chromosomes of male and female like so Bruh, much i have i know the face <laughs> that wendy's giving me right now is like what so i would like literally just watch these videos and learn uh-huh. and i would literally a lot of these videos were like, well, how did you, like, how I knew I was a lesbian or how I knew I was gay. Mm-hmm. And I, so I would watch that and be like, oh, my God, like, 
so many things would click and i'm yeah. like yes like uh, yes growing up i kind of did do that or like yeah yes like that is how i felt and like it was very validating for me to finally see people kind of go through the same processes growing up and then finally coming to the realization that they were gay but i was looking into like am i bisexual am i pansexual like mm-hmm. i don't know so i was giving myself that space but i also was with a girl and I think it took because we didn't see each other for like maybe the first two or three months of our relationship. And then like our fourth month, she was here during the summer in Oxnard and I got to see her. And I it was that moment because I was scared. I'm like, I'm going to I'm like nodding my head, guys. I'm yeah. not just crying. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, oh, like it's going to be the first time I kiss her. Yeah. How is that going to feel? How is it going to feel when we're together hanging out? Is it going to feel wrong? Is it going to feel right? so it really took us being like physically next to each other our relationship like speaking wise at least in the beginning great flowed effortlessly i felt i think the most love that i ever had could feel yeah well because you actually were falling for someone who you were actually attracted Mm -hmm. to versus you just wanted attention yeah exactly and i think that's what it was like i finally felt like that nervousness i felt like i didn't i would never get that nervous yeah. when i was dating when i was dating these you were guys dating a guy. and then thinking about like oh my god like if she ever left me or anything or if she ever cheated on me or whatever like would how much freak it would hurt yeah i really knew i was gonna be done for yeah. like that shit was gonna really hurt me um but yeah we finally got to like see each other in person and like obviously like we kissed or whatever you know i don't kiss and tell um (laughs) (laughs) but it was those moments when i was like yep this is it for me was it magical it was it really was it was like it was just like a spark that i had never felt before and like again i can't lie and say i didn't feel like excited or like maybe kiss one of my ex-boyfriends or whatever it's not that i didn't feel that way but it's just different like i really can't explain it unless you feel it and i guess the only way the best way i can explain is if you are straight like and you're a guy and you think about kissing that girl how excited you get or if you are straight and you're that girl dating that guy like how yeah. excited you get that's all i can say is it just felt like that and it when we finally did kiss i was like oh my god like i think it was just i grew even more attached and i grew even more emotions and like because i was so scared and so back and forth and not knowing i'm 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 learning myself right now. Like I'm, I'm literally learning who I am, or a part of me, during that time. Um, that I don't know. It just was super validating. I was like, oh, like, okay, this is it. So great. Now I have like this whole euphoric experience, right? Of like, oh my god, this is me. This feels great. Now was this- she scared of dating you at first? Cause you were not a lesbian. Um, so did she ever say you know because now i hear a woman say i don't i don't really want to kiss a girl who's like straight i don't really want to make out or like fall in love with a girl who's straight because at the end of the day they're gonna end up dating men was that something that maybe she was like going through or like did did it ever cross your mind like okay now i found what i really like but i still find interest in men or was it not there like it erased completely no because even today like I if a sexy man is walking down the street, I can tell he's sexy. Like I'm not that turned away from men, but now thinking in my spot right now, I would never go seek a man. I think I still 
I still call myself a lesbian. I still say I'm gay as fuck. Like I still really feel that way, and I, I identify with that, and it it just feels right for me. Yeah. But I still tell myself at the end of the day, I'm never gonna turn down an opportunity for love. So anything, anybody. Sorry, not yeah. anything. I mean like anybody. And I think yes, trans and everything. Yes. Okay. But I think again, like I'm always gonna seek women got it like i'm always just going to and i'm always going to be attracted to that and i think that's going to be my go-to the only reason why i say i won't turn it down is because i just don't know i mean it's been so long since i've been with a guy i can't even think about it and yeah. it doesn't really make me excited or anything <laughs> <laughs> like this person would have to be probably perfect and right. but i guess i just say that to give myself that space and that room to be like to never turn down an opportunity that's meant for me right or that comes my way um but i i again they would have to be like literally perfection and like i would really have to be like swept off my feet like it's not just some random hot guy because yeah there's a lot of random hot guys but they don't yeah they there's don't do many it. that me and you yeah. talk about and you're like yes yeah. it's cute but they never do it for me you know yeah i agree so again maybe the option is no but okay. i just give myself that space to say just in case okay um but anyways i forgot what i was saying um Oh, so she finally you oh, know you, you had you your also, first cuz you also asked if um she was worried. Yeah. And honestly I think she thrived off the idea that she she was cocky so she was thrived she off was the idea that first. like she turned a straight girl gay mm. type of thing. So I don't think she was worried. But little did she know you were gay. Gay. Yeah. Okay. Um so yeah, I don't think she really had those worries. I mean, that relationship wasn't... It was maybe one of the most toxic relationships I had have ever <laughs> been in. <laughs> but I think that's I'm what, thinking, like, this is, like, <laughs> such a beautiful relationship, you know. For a second, I thought it was perfection. Like, it was, like, a whirlwind. Like, new me. Me dating my first girlfriend ever. It was just all new, 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 new. Yeah. And so it was, like, so exciting and so amazing. But I think if your feelings are super invested and you guys both are mentally not mentally ill kind of yeah it was a recipe for disaster for sure but i'm so grateful for that experience because it really brought me to who i am today yeah and it opened the doors that you didn't think or you didn't want to open because you were scared of doing it and i'm not saying i would have never been gay there would have been maybe another girl who approached me or something yeah but maybe not at that young age yeah Mm -hmm. and so very grateful for that relationship we actually like i made amends because i'm telling you that relationship was real toxic like we <laughs> both left there i think emotionally scarred oh wow yeah um but after that relationship ended we didn't talk for like a year and then we like she actually reached out and apologized for a lot of things and it was good i mean now Aww. everything's groovy groovy baby do y'all follow each other uh on instagram oh okay yeah but we don't ever talk or interact or anything <laughs> I, yeah no <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but we hadn't we hadn't i think she actually ended up following me again like later down we had unfollowed each other when we first broke up mm-hmm. and then she kind of like and came then back she reached out messaged me and Got then it. yeah yeah um but yeah again this all sounded like such a great experience this all sounded like i know this sounds so easy but it's sounds not so easy okay so but that's the fun part right doing all that was super exciting all of that made me happy so now now let's take it back on like i felt like i was living separate lives yeah during this time in my life Um, yeah i had the life of where me and my girlfriend or at that time existed 
I had even told my friends, I kept it from a secret from my friends for a little bit until that summer. But when I was still in school and it wasn't summer, I had kept it from my friends for a, a good minute because I didn't know how they were going to interact. Mind you, I played soccer and in soccer, we changed the locker rooms. Oh, and we don't always get butt ass naked, but I've seen some of my teammates naked and like we would have sleepovers and like. Yeah, we constantly change in front of each other. Yeah, so people were going to feel uncomfortable if they knew you were gay. My biggest fear, that's what I was holding on to for so long, was that they're going to be like, oh, it's always gay. Oh, has she been watching me this whole time? Oh, does she like me? And I feel like that's something a lot of people face anyways when they're first gay and coming to terms with that. People are like, oh, well, and friends make jokes, but it's still it's like a it's kind of scary when they're like oh you have a crush on me then and it's like no do you have a crush on every guy that you know you don't yeah so yeah i know i don't have a crush on you just because you're a girl so i was really scared i didn't want that to mess up my friendships um and my relationships with like any of my friends that i knew i didn't want people to then i think i went back to all the negative things i always heard and i was like i don't want that to be me i don't want to be alienated i don't want to be left out so i kept it a secret okay literally i mean i'm not gonna say her name but my first girlfriend's name started with an r so mm-hmm. like her contact in my name in my phone was just literally an r with a heart and i remember it's so funny Angie Ange knows the story obviously i've told it now but i had a class with Ange, who's like one of my best friends since i was a kid and i played mm-hmm. soccer with my whole life and She'd be like, oh, who are you texting? You're smiling so much. And like she would see the the R pop out with the heart. And she's like, who's that? I'm like, no one, no one, no one. Like I would. Yeah. And we would have we would have a class literally together. And she would see that. And I'd be like, oh, no, it's nothing. It's nothing. You know, and like I was constantly like avoiding and constantly hiding and constantly like keeping it a secret. And like I would post it on my Tumblr. And I knew like maybe three people from my high school knew my Tumblr and followed me on my Tumblr. And I was scared to even post pictures about my girlfriend or like text threads about my girlfriend or whatever. And she would post all this cute stuff. And like I wouldn't always repost it or mm. or anything like that. And so that caused an issue a little bit. But I think it kind of we had a mutual understanding from each other because we both were closeted from my parents. She's also she was Mexican. slash She was half Mexican, half Salvadorian. And so she and her parents, were I think, were immigrants, too. So she she knew the struggle so she kept it from her parents and i kept it from mine so it wasn't like none of you is would ask like how come you don't tell your parents yeah no we okay. just kind of knew and i think that caused that's the reason why it caused so much turmoil because we were dealing at least emotionally and yeah, mentally because you guys were kind of dealing with like all your stuff by yourself and it's the guilt like you're yeah the good thing is i was eventually able to bring my friends in and like mm-hmm. i even brought like my siblings in and they all knew about it um, and I, they were supportive about it, and I, I was very lucky to, to have them come in. Coming out to them wasn't easy. Like I left my two closest friends, who were Andrew and Sierra. They were the ones I grew up literally playing soccer with my entire life. I left mm-hmm. them last, but when I was telling them, I literally was bawling. I couldn't even speak. I was like, <laughs> like crying, oh. and I hadn't even said anything yet. Like I'm just like I have something to tell you guys, and like I just don't want you guys to look at me different, and like bawling my eyes out, and like they literally were like, "It's all like, do you have cancer? Like what's going?" Like they were like so scared for me, and I'm like, "No, I have a girlfriend," and they're like, "Bitch, that's it." (laughs) (laughs) So I was really lucky. Like I got a lot of support from her, 
Annabelle was the first one I told. Okay. And I was there crying in front of her too, and she was so scared for me. She thought like I got assaulted in some way. Yeah, like or maybe like, you got raped. Yeah, or something. she was like really worried for me, and then because I was bawling my eyes out too, and I couldn't speak to her, and I actually didn't tell her physically. I I was like, I can't. I'm like, I can't look at you and tell you. And so I ran up to my room and I just wrote literally like the longest paragraph and sent her a text. Oh my god! And then she came and got me, and she's like, "It's oh, it's okay." She's like, I had a feeling you were going to tell me that. Yeah. So then and then she kind of told my siblings for me because the girl hates confrontation. Yeah. So I didn't really tell my other siblings, but they all knew. And then I knew that they knew. And then I would continue in this relationship. And and it will help me see this girl. And like it was kind of like. Uh, now instead of living like three or four different worlds, I just had two separate worlds, which was my gay my my gay self slash normal self or whatever and then the side that i and then my life of my parents since you had to tell annabelle and annabelle guys ev- for everyone who's listening to us that's your older sister we i'm i'm an older sister so i'm constantly giving advice to like my younger brothers did she ever make maybe give you an advice of you know you should come out to my parents i'll be there you know that's supportive because we're we're like parents but we're like the cool parents you can say yeah like you can tell us your stuff and it gets if it gets too deep or if it gets too like messy then we'll say something but if it doesn't we'll just kind of give you the best advice that we could give you um i'm sure she did honestly that part of my life i feel like i was so like in i mean i'm sure it had to do with me dealing with my sexuality and all the hiding and the guilt that i had but like just emotionally i was like in a pretty deep depression so i don't remember much from that moment of my life it's like you blocked it too yeah yeah um but i think she was just like it's okay like from i again i don't remember word for word but she was just overall supportive i was like it's okay i'm here for you like if you ever Mm want to talk to my parents like i can help you like she's always offered her help to like speak to my parents for me or with me um but i wasn't ready to do all that and i just i especially back then i was like no i don't want parents to know not even a little bit like i want honestly i wanted the proof to be like look i've been in this relationship for like this long like it's not a phase and like this is who i am yeah so that was like my initial like plan was to be in a solid relationship with a girl or have at least two relationships like like with women for them to be like to realize that i'm serious and this is who i am and not get that feeling of like are you sure are you sure you're gay? Like, how do you know you're gay? You had boyfriends yeah. before. Yeah, because that's that's a guilt as of um, as a friend that like I have like a lot of my friends are gay, but I always like when they first came out to me, I always questioned it because they were dating men. So I'm always like, are you sure this is not? Yeah. And this is probably bad, but I really say, are you sure this is not just a face you're going yeah. through? And I think. I don't think it's always negative to say that. I think it's just your approach and like, yeah, sometimes we are experimenting and like, but I think it's like, okay, if it we're experimenting, we're not going to really know until it's over. Yeah, you're right. And so I don't know. And from friends, I don't think it would have bothered me as much. It's mostly coming from, I think my parents, that would have hurt me. So I continued to live this life. That relationship eventually ended. Um, someone who i was really close like friends with all throughout high school 
also was gay and then i started pursuing that relationship with Mm. that person and um then i just kind of continued i got into a point where i was so what can i say I don't know if it was comfortable because I never felt comfortable. I always felt uneasy. But I got to a point where I was like, I've been lying for so long. Like, I kind of can do this, like, in my sleep now. And it was sad. And I would have moments where I would, like, literally outbreak and cry and just be like, why am I doing this? Like, why? Like, every day, every time I walk out my house, I feel so guilty knowing that I'm lying to my parents. And I'm like, I don't like lying to my parents. I don't like not telling them the truth. I don't like hiding this from them. And unfortunately i never gave them the chance to even accept me i just already was like it's not gonna happen my parents are immigrants like we grew up super catholic like this is something i'm not supposed to be doing yeah but at the end of the day i'm like i know this isn't wrong i was very confident i'm like i love who i love and i know this is love and there's nothing more innocent or pure than that and i'm like i know what i'm doing god wouldn't be upset with yeah i know that i'm just loving and that's all it is and it's just I guess in their case, unfortunate that it's with a woman. And I didn't have the confidence to stand behind that. I felt secure, but I also was like, I can't stand up to my parents. And it's like that immigrant guilt of like, well, I don't want to disappoint them. And I feel like I kind of did have a downward spiral with like my mental health during those that time in my life. So my grades were like dropping. And I've always been someone who's really good at school and had really good grades. And so I already felt like I was disappointing them in yeah, so many ways. Yeah, it was affecting you. And on top of that, like, I had torn my ACL on an opposite leg when I had already previously torn my ACL at a, on another um, knee. But I had just torn it, so I, like, lost soccer, uh, which was, like, the, I'm going to say the first love of my life. which seems so deep, but soccer really was the first love of my life. So I had just lost soccer. I was in that relationship with my first girlfriend and it had turned taken an ugly toxic turn that was almost felt unsurvivable at least for me in that moment and then my my grades were dropping because of that and like I think I felt like everything was snowballing downward and like I felt like I couldn't breathe like I really had moments where I was like like why is my life like this right now and like I really don't know what to do. And I really had a feeling where I was like, oh my God, like there's not really an out for me. Yeah. I don't want to cry. It's okay. Um, so yeah, like it's hard when you're like going through all that and you're like, you're a kid yourself and you're like not understanding everything and then feeling like, where is there going to be an end? Where is there going to, where is my, like, and not thinking like, or not seeing where is my happy ending? You don't see the happy ending in sight. And so then you start, start feeling like, well, if my happy ending's never going to come, like. What's the point? Yeah, kind of like, what's the point? Like, why am I continuing if I know at the end of the day? And I, these are things I was telling myself. Obviously, I was just in a really dark moment in my life yeah. at that time. But I really was just telling myself, like, my parents are going to love me. They're not going to want me. Like, I'm but then i can't i don't want to live a life that's not true and genuine to myself and so i kind of just kept myself there and it was really one of the unhappiest moments of my life but again that relationship ended i started a new relationship and again i got comfortable in that like well i don't want to lose my my parents all my siblings know all my friends know i'm gonna keep these lives separate and that's how i'm gonna have my happy ending that's how i'm gonna live that's just how I'm gonna have to live 
But were you really happy this whole time, like living that life? But I, I know I wasn't happy. Um, I was still really sad and still dealing with a lot. I mean, then I started college and not literally dropping out of classes, yeah. literally or failing out of classes, which isn't like me. It's not that I wasn't able to do it, but I didn't have the focus for that. I didn't have that was the least of my worries with school like everything else just weighed on me and again i'm the queen of avoiding so i would just avoid i'm like yeah i didn't make make it a class i'm gonna avoid that class now i'm just gonna withdraw um mm, or even like honestly school ended up becoming an excuse for me to see my girlfriend at that time because i'm like well i hate lying to my parents and like they know I have to go to school. They know I'm in school. So these hours that I'm at college, I'm going to use that to go see my girlfriend because that's the easiest way for me to lie and find time to spend time with her. So like it just like literally there was just no winning. Like I literally yeah. like and it, <laughs> and it was easier for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to be at school. And honestly, sometimes I would drive to school and like we go from there and just hang out there or hang out and. Uh, wherever honestly but yeah and then i just started letting go i mean i still felt the guilt deep down but i stopped thinking about it because i just wanted to enjoy my time yeah and so yeah then i just kept hiding and kept hiding and i knew i couldn't the thing is i knew i couldn't hide it forever i knew eventually this was gonna affect my relationship with the person i was in but i did it for a very long time I did it. I mean, I was in that relationship for almost five years. Well, it was four years, uh, four and a half maybe. And my my parents didn't know, didn't officially know about it until that relationship ended. So, let me just tell you now, guys, if you're trying to hide a relationship forever, that's that's never gonna work for you. Because that was one of the reasons why that relationship ended. Yeah, because I'm just, I'm thinking, you know, as a, I've been in relationships and I can only imagine like, well, you can't come for Christmas. Well, we can't spend my birthday together. Like, I can, I can only imagine how hard it is. Holidays and like even my birthday, like, those were like some of the hardest times. Because obviously, you now you're in love with someone and you want to be with them during the holidays or you and you want to bring them around for your mom's birthday or you want yeah. them there. like you just want them to be part of the family and i think that's the biggest misconception is like i think all my siblings and even my parents think like oh i'm so estranged i'm so drawn out i'm so separated from the family sometimes and maybe it doesn't seem like it can look like from an outside perspective that i don't like being around my family but that's not true it's just it was easier to be away and like avoid those feelings and to be there and present and like because i couldn't i couldn't like at that time i couldn't bring my my girlfriend at that time with my family to the holidays and like it's sad wendy but sometimes i would say i worked because i would spend all these holidays with my family which i loved and i adored but it would break my heart and i would cry and i'd be so sad that like my girlfriend wasn't there and at the end of the day i knew at the it's my fault that she's not there because I'm not yeah. saying anything. I'm not owning up. I'm not confronting my fears. I'm not being like, hey, mom, this is who I am. This is the relationship I'm in. Like, accept it or not, but this is who I am as your daughter. Like, I would just be like, 
honestly just my worst enemy and then just bring myself down and honestly made me hate myself even more like i already dealt with so much and i already had feelings of self-hatred and on top of that like in those moments when i was on hall like spending holidays with my family and my girlfriend wasn't there we're spending my birthday with my family and my girlfriend wasn't there i was i just hated myself more because the only person i could blame was myself yeah and i knew i had to give myself some slack because like it wasn't easy but i prolonged it for so long that like something should have happened way earlier but i just again was just too scared like i knew my parents loved me but i was just way too scared um so yeah that relationship ended and i i think because i had been in that relationship for so long i honestly thought like this again this is my fault i never said anything this Mm -hmm. is this this played a reason into it wasn't the whole reason but this played a reason onto why i'm getting broken up with right now yeah so literally that night i had like gone to my mom and i was like mom like i've been in this relationship for so long with this person and mom's like i know she's like i I know well honestly before i could even say her name she's like and it's she's like i know you've been with and said her name and that was difficult i realized i didn't even tell my coming out story though oh my god i came out before that oh you came out before that yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry i got so caught up in all the emotions that i forgot um Mm -hmm. before that i was 20 years old okay i'd already been in this relationship for like two years and um i literally told my i finally told my sister i was like we you guys need to help me tell my mom that i'm gay today and i would get moments where i'm like i'm gonna do it today and then yeah, i wouldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. i'd be like it's just gonna be me and my mom today because i was too scared to tell my dad to be honest i wanted my mom to tell my dad so i'd be like it's just gonna be me and my mom today in the house i'm gonna tell her and then i did it because anytime i'd sit there talk to her or lay with her and talk to her we would just talk about other things and then, and then I'm you like, start thinking like okay no this is not the perfect time yeah Maybe i'll find another in the back of my time. head i'm like oh nope yeah. nope nope oh you're checking out uh no not yeah. happening yeah, yeah, yeah. so um finally i told my sisters i honestly think we were getting bridesmaid dresses for annabelle okay. for annabelle's wedding <laughs> so we did all that all day and then i'm like when we get home you guys need to help me tell my mom that i'm gay so we did i have my sisters rallying next to me i had annabelle i had Sigloli. did i have iris there too I think I had all of them there. And I was in my room. We're like, Mom, come upstairs. Because we don't want my dad to come. My mom came upstairs, came into my room. We're all like sitting there. My mom's like, what's going on? Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. And then we're like, nothing, nothing, nothing. Like, it's fine. And so we just started all talking like normal. Honestly, we probably talked for an hour. Okay. And I'm just sitting there the whole time like, fuck, 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 fuck. When is this going to happen? Because I told Annabelle to say it for me. And then... um. I'm like, Annabelle, can, like, can you say it for me? So this whole time we're talking for like a whole hour. And Annabelle, I'm like literally waiting like, Annabelle, when are you going to say it? Like, fuck, like, is she going to say it now? Is she going to say it now? Is she going to say it now? And then finally, Annabelle was like, Mom, so I know we've all been talking, but it's all wanted to tell you that she was gay. And I'm like sitting against the wall and like, I'm looking down like I can't even face my mom like I can't even see her and my mom just looks at me and she's like like is this true and I'm like yeah I'm like 
yeah mom it's true and then my mom was just quiet like silent oh my god nothing i couldn't even hear her breathing and the room was just so quiet and obviously they're just kind of waiting for my mom to respond or say something and i'm just sitting there like i just start crying because like the i feel like the si- silence hurt more than maybe hearing her yell at me or be like no or whatever because then i would have fought back and been like well yes i yeah. am and there's nothing wrong with it you know but the silence literally like broke my heart and so then i was just crying and then finally my mom was like well like how do you know like you've had boyfriends like i don't understand she was confused yeah which obviously i knew was going to be the case but i i just did it when if the moment finally came i was like oh my god i can't believe this is happening and like honestly it still hurt just because i knew like i was going to need to give her time to understand yeah. and give her time to kind of get over the confusion of me having ex-boyfriends even though i knew all that i it still hurts like it still hurts like it's not like it's not gonna hurt just because you're preparing yourself for that so our conversation got cut off because we heard my dad walking upstairs mm. and we like just didn't talk about it we just didn't talk about it. My mom knew I was gay. So was that like that was like the one time that you told her you were gay and then you never talked about it again? Like yeah. she never came to you again? Mm-mm. So I think my mom's very similar to me. Doesn't like confrontation either. Or like I don't know if it's like a. Uh, I can't even say immigrant because not all parents are like that. But I just don't know if it's no, the old No, I would have to say that that's really like. I've had issues like that too. Where yeah. things really, really, like, they affected me so bad. And I spoke out about these things. And, like, we only talk about it there. And then it's like, okay, we don't ever talk about it yeah. again. It's like a uh, so like brush under the rug. Yeah, keep it like, what do you think it is? Like, is that old school? I think maybe the old school mentality a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, and you just don't have those uncomfortable conversations. You, yeah. at least, not to shame my mom, but, like, always presents like oh my god like yes like that perfect imagery of like yes we're a happy family everything's great and you're always trying to put your best face forward right um so i told her that the conversation got cut because we heard my dad stomping up the stairs like he always does and like we literally wiped our tears like i wiped my tears my mom wiped her tears my dad walks in and he's like what's happened here i'm like we're like dad leave it's just like girl talk you know he's like okay and it's kind of normal because you guys are like bridesmaids and like you guys could have been crying about her marrying yeah so he just goes into his room and then like we all just kind of get up and like i didn't know that's gonna be the last time i was gonna talk to her about it Mm. and because the conversation got cut short i didn't get to say like hey i'm in a relationship so we kind of just um i need to cut this short because i've been talking so much but we kind of just kept it that way and it honestly as each day passed and she like every time she didn't come up to me basically like day by day and she never even came up to me to ask me i honestly made me feel more even like ashamed and more like okay like she hates this part of me and she's not gonna talk about it she's gonna pretend it doesn't exist i think that's really common for a lot of kids who have like hispanic or like latino latino parents we just 
it's if it's not seen it's not heard and we don't talk about it yeah i definitely i feel the same thing but with a different scenario and a different story but it's definitely the same same story yeah and so that is crazy i honestly was just like okay i don't talk about this and i didn't feel come to me i'm like you're my mom come talk to me like you know this you want to feel protected you want to feel like they're there and then the naturing part of like i'm here to support you lay your head on my on my lap and like let your tears yeah and i think i just wanted to feel like she cared enough or worried enough about me to kind of check up on me and see how i'm doing and and she knows the conversation got cut like what yeah, else did I have to say or exactly or does she have any concerns or anything that she wants to talk to me about and so to me it just I know that's not how what it was meant and I know that's not mm-hmm. what she meant by that but to me it was just kind of taken like okay well I don't care enough to ask you about it yeah and I don't want to know about it yeah so I was like okay I have to continue hiding this and I did and I did for another three more years after that and I finally told I'm all about it once the really my relationship had ended because I was going through so much pain and I wanted to kind of loop her in on what I was feeling and then my relationship with my mom grew and again this was literally January 2020 so a little over a year ago I finally let her in and it's not perfect mm-hmm. but like the good news is I did meet Jackie and Jackie has met my parents. Yeah. Which is. So we came a long way. Yes. Came from literally thinking I need to end my life because I see no way out of this. I see how I see no way where I can be happy and be my authentic self to literally living with my girlfriend. My mom, my parent, not much my mom. My parents got to meet my girlfriend. My parents liked my girlfriend and like told me that. She seems like a really nice girl. It's not perfect. We don't talk about Jackie all the time, but it's more normal now. Yeah. Do they know you're living with her or not yet? Um, the tea is no, just because we're living with my sister. Did you ever? Um, and this might get a little deep before we end, but did you ever like thought of committing like suicide? Because I know a lot of people that like go through this. They start thinking like no one's gonna love them and no one's gonna accept them, so they think like the best way out is to like you know. I did have moments where, like I said, like I just didn't see the happy ending. I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel, and I really thought like, there's no way out of this. I never committed, but to say that it wasn't an option would be a lie. Like I really thought like that was an option I was gonna have to take, but I also. It was a multiple of th- multitude of things. It wasn't just because of my sexuality, but it was the relationship I was in and how like emotionally manipulative that was for me. Yeah. And on top of that, yes, a little bit had to do with my sexuality as far as like me thinking like I can never tell my parents and live this life authentically. Like, yeah, I can't have both and I have to choose one. And either one that I chose would have been unhappy or would right. have been, I honestly just seemed like a nightmare. So... I didn't want to choose one terrible scenario to another terrible scenario. Yeah. So was it something I thought about? Yeah. But looking back, like, I think that's one thing I'm so grateful for that I never did. Because I feel like I'm living such a beautiful life now. And, like, 
if something like th- if I would let something like that can um choose my fate basically like i would have never experienced what i do now you know and like i think that's one thing is i think i was so sad for so long in my life to finally feel like what it feels like to be out of that cloud or out of that dark hole and to see the light and to feel not just see the light but feel the light like honestly like one of the most things i'm most grateful grateful for and that's something i gained recently like so I think, I mean, this is a very long story, guys, and a very long episode, but I think it's needed because I really do think, like, there's people who are going through this every single day, and they also have immigrant parents, and they also don't think they're going to accept them, and maybe it's going to be worse. Maybe they are, they, they've seen that they've kicked their children out because of things yeah. that they don't agree with. And I just want people to know, like, at the end of the day, I got a good scenario, I'm still working on that relationship with my parents, but they accept me and they love me. They don't understand, but they're willing to try, which is honestly best case scenario I could ever think of for yeah, for me. 100%. But I know people don't have that scenario. And I just want people to know, like, you can choose your family. And I don't ever want people to live a life like a that's a lie. Because this life is beautiful. This life is loving. And even the community itself. Like once I got into the gay community. Yeah. Once I started going to Pride. Once I started going to gay bars. I was like I love it here. This is where I belong. And I think. It's the best part is that none of us are were alone. All of our coming out journeys are different. Right. The age that we come out. And the age yeah. we find out that we're gay. It's all different. And we but all knowing have different that stories. you guys are not alone because you guys are all feeling that same thing. It's yeah, or just the fact you can relate to someone else who doesn't have parents because their parents didn't accept them. And like you really it's such a beautiful community in these people love you without even knowing you. And they yeah. just love you because they know, hey, you're gay. We've seen the same struggles. We have a shared experience because yeah. being gay in this even to not right in this day and age isn't rainbows and sunshine still yeah like i had they still suffer you guys still suffer a lot of stuff and the only way i got through it was to like honestly take it day by day and then i i can't even say i was dreaming of a scenario where everything was gonna be okay because i didn't think that existed but i just anytime i would think because i would get into like this deep thought where and it would make me anxious because i was literally thinking like i'm gonna end my life and how dark that is all i could keep thinking about is how i feel when i am with my girlfriend you know like even today like i think about how i feel when i'm with jackie like that was keeping me on because that brought me such pure happiness and pure joy of like holding on to that and knowing you have siblings who love you like and finding who who does love you finding who does accept you even if that's one person so what is some advice that you would probably give to somebody who is coming out and they know you know i really like the opposite like i really like the same sex of what i am what is some advice you would give in coming out to the parents coming out to their friends or maybe sometimes you don't get to talk about it with your parents ever again and how do you deal with that what is some advice that you would give those people 
I think well with coming out and it's so dumb because I would watch coming out videos dude I would watch coming out videos up the ass just being like how did they do it and every time they'd be like you just have to do it but like really that's what it is you just have to do it there comes a point where suffering shouldn't be your choice you you should love yourself and give yourself the respect enough to come out because that's what you deserve so i think yes it does come down to just doing it because you deserve to do it you deserve to take up space in this world you deserve to live your truth and you can't do that until you you do it but i think advice on actually saying those words say them out loud in front of a mirror tell yourself say i'm gay yeah and accept that first because i think i had so much trouble accepting that part of me because i even though i loved it it made me happy and obviously like it was the first time being with these girls right it was the first time i was feeling genuine feelings like i feel like i couldn't accept it because i kind of hated it at the same time i kind of i hated the troubles that came with it i hated that i had to struggle through life because of it but i think accepting that and owning it and being like this is me and it's just a part of me it's not all of who i am yeah i'm gay but that's not gay isn't my like only identity like you're a multifaceted person and the people who are supposed to be by your side are going to be by your side so how to now how to move forward so once you do come out and like you're not accepted finding community in those that do because they will you need that support whether that's even like if you don't if you can't find anyone in person finding that online on people who are gonna gas you up support you be your friend hear you out um but if you're fortunate enough like if you have your siblings or you have a a best friend who doesn't care and accepts you and loves you really just making them your family making them your support it sucks but if you have to talk cut out toxic family members you have to do what you have to do like it's never easy that's never the funnest part but then to pardon yourself from that because you can't hold on to something or to someone whether that's your mother or like whether it be a best friend or even someone you're in a relationship with you can't hold on to someone who doesn't accept you for you yeah doing that is only going to cause pain it's like a toxic relationship right like you're holding on to a significant other who keeps treating you like shit talking down on you doesn't want anything to do with you but you keep going back or wants to make you yeah who you're not and it's so easy to think like yeah let let that man go sis like it's so easy to look at people and say that but people don't put that same energy and turn it into family relationships and i know that's harder but you have to you have to let go of those who will no longer serve you like and i think about it too i'm sure i have aunts who are finding now and knowing and talking to little cheese man honestly i could care fucking less does it hurt me yeah but i i have such a beautiful support system i've surrounded myself with incredible people and that's literally how i keep going because if not if i kept focusing or holding on or trying to mend these relationships that i've lost because of who i am like i would never move forward in life like i i wouldn't be where i am today because of it and i think the biggest thing too is if you think it's never gonna end just know and it sounds impossible and it sounds almost unbelievable but just know it it's not the end 
there's a light at the end of this tunnel and there's people who are going to want to love you and support you and rally behind you even if you feel so alone right now especially if you're a kid like if you're a teenager going through this right now yeah you are so young you have so much life ahead of you and the last thing i would want for someone who is young like that is to end their life when they don't even know what life is yet yeah like they haven't even tried and to see because there is a lot of young teenagers that do kill themselves because they're afraid of what if they're not gonna accept me yeah you know so it's it's way easier said than done trust me i know i know it firsthand it was so easy for people to turn to me and be like it's okay it's all day by day you're gonna get through this you have me just really i know again i know it sounds easier said than done but you have to start faking it until you make it like you have to start faking it and like because it's not at the end of the day it's not worth it and you can live such a beautiful life again it's crazy to think that i finally feel happy for the first time in years and you're 24 and i'm 24 granted i'm still young don't call me granny yet no i'm not saying no i know but (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just saying that for 20 you would say what 23 years that you were like not let's say 20 years even yeah not completely happy and like to finally stand here today like what a beautiful feeling like it does make me emotional i do reflect and think like oh my god like i almost didn't have what i have right now because in our days you can actually get married mm -hmm. you can actually adopt or have kids Mm -hmm. carry them you know and still have that experience that unfortunately you know gay people can't really experience you know the whole what does it look like you know half half of you and half of me right yeah and i think again if that's not enough and maybe you can't find online support you can't find real life support um to basically keep you going you need to seek a counselor at your school you need it and there's so many free resources if you go to like the trevor i think it's called the trevorproject.com like if you go there they get, offer so many resources um basically to support you whether that's free therapy there's even free there's group homes like there's a big one in la that gay a lot of homeless gay teens because they got kicked out from their families yeah so i google's your best friend look up any resources and we'll put links as soon as we uh had this video out there'll be a link in the pictures that we post that you can probably follow up if you're a young teenager or a person that needs help i personally haven't you know encountered this Mm -hmm. but I would say trust, you know, like being afraid of coming out. I would say talk to somebody who you completely trust and you know that they're going to accept who you are, whether you are who you are. And ha- at least as long as you have that one person that that's going to be able to support you and help you out, that all really takes one person to, to you know, help you out. And there's like, yeah, we're going to definitely link a bunch of resources with this episode too but again there's the trevor project um there's p flag which is like parents for lesbian and gay and gays and those are parents parents go through a lot like 
you know, I can only imagine, like, kids go through a lot too, yeah. but for parents, it's hard, dude. Yeah, like, when you envision a different life for yeah. them. Yeah. So, but PFLAG, so that's some, a great organization for your parents to get involved if they're open and willing to understand, but they're having a hard time. But also, there's parents on there who, like, will literally, they're like, well, I'm your mom now, or I'm your dad now. Mm-hmm. If you're, like, missing that support of someone, like a mother figure or a father figure. Um, and, again, I would say try and dig into your local gay community with anything whether it's pride pride is usually all ages um like outside the event it's usually all ages and there's there's a bunch of resources when you go to pride but if you're too scared to even do that like any any local gay scene any even if it's just your like um gay and straight alliance um club at school yeah just get yourself in that community surround yourself with people who are going to care about you even if they're complete strangers because they're going to be the ones that help you out of that gutter and it's never too late it's never too late to to seek help it's i just beg people like please if you ever feel like you're at that point again there's there's a lifeline and there's specifically one for lgbt lgbt people from uh, suicidepreventionlifeline.org like if you want to speak to another gay person i think the best part is to familiarize with someone who has been to the same thing or is currently going to the same thing and has survived it talk to someone like that and just just to keep you motivated again i don't it's i don't think it's ever the answer if anything it's just the consequence of a disease really from from depression so that's really all i have and again i'm standing here a proud gay woman speaking about my experience freely no longer afraid and i'm doing it y'all i got a podcast now (laughs) (laughs) just want to say i'm really proud of you from like from when i first first like met you Mm -hmm. and you know you told me your story and how your parents didn't really know now we can actually talk about like what your parents are thinking what what Mm -hmm. do they tell you what are the questions that they ask you when like jackie's there Mm -hmm. i know it takes a lot and you did it and i can't even imagine what it's gonna be like from the future yeah going on to the marriage and you know creating that family of your own the journey's definitely been up and down but don't ever let that journey like discourage you there's gonna be some incredible days and even now like when my parents first met jackie it wasn't the best experience for me but so yeah you're gonna have your very low days where you feel like oh my god i'm back at square one but that's just really how life goes in general and now i know regardless of a journey if i'm not on the up and up and up i i'm just trusting the process and knowing that regardless i know this life is for me and i feel like i'm in a good spot so and it's not for someone else to Mm -hmm. live only yourself i think that was the biggest thing is i had to stop living my life for my parents and start living my life for me love that and that's how we'll we'll end it mm-hmm. that'll be the quote <laughs> that's that's the ending quote y'all thank you so much for listening if you are listening right now we're an hour and 40 minutes in i literally love you <laughs> <laughs> i hope you have an amazing amazing day and night or evening evening, evening whatever <laughs> i send you great energy from here mm-hmm. And you guys have just a good rest of the night. We'll see you next episode. Bye. Bye.